the Spirit of the Lord is, a, is on me, because the Lord has appointed, anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the, Lord, the, year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Amen. Pray. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough garden shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. You, who bring good tidings to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You, who bring good tidings to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up, do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judea, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Mary greets Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. This is the word of the Lord. The birth of John the Baptist. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. 
When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke, and spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. This is the word of the Lord. I'm actually offering the words myself with God's help, and uh, my wife is helping me with God's help with the music. Um, that'll come sort of in the middle of what I have to say. Um, I genuinely am grateful to you, Mike, for this invitation and the warmth of this occasion. I think. It's something I'd love to see emulated at our St. John's in Locks Heath. I know Mike through the diocese, and we go to various lunches and meetings together. You may be interested that we're not just any old St. John's. We're St. John the Baptist Church. And so thank you for that last reading um, that really um, links um, that I thank Trevor also for the previous reading uh, and all our readers, but that, that reading that Trevor read is the one that's going to be uh, focused on through my few words this evening. Leaping for Joy is the title that I've been given by Mike. And, uh, of course, we may think, you know, that's surely... Acts chapter 4, he got sent the wrong reading in. It's the man who is a cripple uh, outside the gate that's surely the one that leapt for joy. But there is another one, isn't there, in the Bible that leapt for joy. Very little one, right there inside Elizabeth's womb. John. And this happened at Ain Karem, um, a little village, which uh, Mary had sped from Nazareth right after she'd had that visitation from the angel. And so as she comes in through the door, there's this greeting that they give to each other as normal Jewish practice, but there is something really special in that awareness that causes Elizabeth to utter a whole series of prophecies concerning Mary who had just come in through the door, who was a cousin of hers. And then for Mary to be able to reveal what she knew was going to happen from Elizabeth's womb. And then for there to be sort of further agreement about what this might be. We saw the denouement of that perhaps just preceded by the last reading because um, if you carry on to verse 66 of that passage that was latterly read, you'd realize that the people went away from the circumcision uh, event uh, of John the Baptist, wondering what this could be all about. Who could this be? Now, it's my prayer that we are all encouraged tonight, that we're all given comfort from the Lord. And I believe it it can be us figuring that out. Lord, what are you saying to me? Lord, how is it 
that you're moving among us by your Spirit tonight. So I'm just going to pray again for God's Holy Spirit to help us. Lord, in this meeting point at Ein Karem, there was such recognition that you were at work. We pray that this might be apparent in each of our hearts tonight, that you're doing a great thing and that you love us and you have good purposes for us. Amen. So coming back to that meeting, Elizabeth's first statement, you have Messiah inside you. Mary, you listened and believed what God said to you. Well done. Unlike my dear husband, who's now dumb. <laughs> um, Mary could easily have said at that point, um, I know that you were pregnant, uh, I knew that you were pregnant before anybody else in our family in Nazareth. It was just six months in, and the Lord showed me. His angel told me. Moreover, I knew the sex of your baby. <laughs> it was to be a boy. It will be a boy. And Elizabeth could then have said, Ah, but you did not know. God has given my husband and me this child so that he can prepare and make way, a, ready, a way for the Lord to come who's inside your womb. And earlier in chapter 1 of Luke, the angel had told Mary and Zechariah all of that. And God gave them, those two, enough to go on. As for the kicking in the womb... This was an amazing third witness testifying to the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes all things come together then. The conception of Jesus in Mary, this dialogue between Mary and Elizabeth and a little contribution from a very little John, and then later on as the people come into that setting at the, the time of the circumcision, later, some three and a bit months on, there was that sense of the word going out already, something amazing is happening among us. Well, we're going to do a little uh, performance now, which relies on a composer, J.S. Bach, um, sort of end of the 18th century, a long time ago, and performers right now, Kath, my wife, and myself, and you... The audience. And it's with God's help, pray that it'll be uh, a time just to reflect and to sense what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And I think there is a fusion here. Um, we're coming from different places. This is a lovely gathering with a, a sense that fellowship's going to be shared afterwards. So uh, play this music will speak to you of God's presence. We're going to play the first um, movement, a prelude from the G major suite, usually for cello solo, um, this time just got some very simple accompaniment with that cello.
to Kath last night, and we had our first run-through after lunch today. It's come together. And I think, you know, we can be surprised how amazingly quickly God takes our fears, our anxieties, our loneliness, our hungers, and he meets them in a holy and good way. We may have waited years and years, but God is a God who asks us to walk by faith and to wait. So what is the Lord showing you tonight? Just recollect over this last ten minutes, what has the Lord been telling you? What has he been showing you? Advent is a time to make ready. Has Christ been conceived in you yet spiritually? Has he entered, been given your permission as you've opened the door to him to inhabit your whole being by that same spirit? Are you like those among those who came together to witness the circumcision of little John? Elizabeth's and Zechariah's baby, but they went away wondering what it was all about, and hopefully they sought what God's purpose was in all of this. What will this child then be? I believe God is reaching out to us through tonight. I heard um, one reader say that Mary was blessed because she had believed the Lord. Blessed are you who believe the Lord. And all the way through the readings, I think that is the urge that's coming through the Word of God. And it is the same tonight. Will you put your hand in the hand of God? Will you believe and trust in him by faith? And just see what happens when you and he get together. I'm sure there are ways for you to follow up at St. Jude's. And no doubt, have a word with Mike um, or one of those who've read tonight in the refreshments. And they'll help to point you in the right direction if you want to follow that up. Let's just have a quiet pray before I hand back to whoever is next. Mike, I believe. Lord, thank you for the warmth of this church, despite its hugeness, and despite the darkness and loneliness of life sometimes, we thank you for this moment when you can be appreciated as very close. Fill us with your spirit. Enable us to believe and put our faith in you and open the door of our lives tonight. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, and come quickly. Amen.